With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the place to be. Fun menu, great house specials. How many teams will win 100 games in Major League Baseball? Everything you want with the tournament as well. And you can win up to 10000 in bonus money by playing their squares. If your numbers match the final score, you win. Full terms and conditions available. BetRiversSquares.com. All right, kicking off this hour, talking more college basketball and the madness. Eli Herskovich joins the program now. He's with The Lines US and TheLines.com. Eli, thanks for the time today. It's good to talk to you again. Uh, about an hour or so ago, I was, I was running down making the case for a dog tonight. And the dog here is the uh, San Diego State Aztecs against Alabama. Uh, I want to see if this number is going to go to eight before pregame. But you like the dog here as well. But what is your approach here to this game tonight? Yeah, I may try to take a look at San Diego State live. I, I get the sentiment towards the Aztecs. And also, I understand why people may not. Because the Mountain West has traditionally sucked in the NCAA tournament. But you think about the Brandon Miller groin injury and how it's affected him over his first couple games. Scoreless. In the first round, granted, mm -hmm. on a little bit of a minutes restriction there, didn't shoot it well against Maryland in the round of 32. And now you think about Alabama going up against one of the most physical defenses in college basketball. Brian Dutcher kind of running a pack line scheme, not necessarily, but keeping teams out of the paint. Now Alabama wants to shoot a lot of threes, but they also have turnover-prone guards, Mark Sears and Javon Quinterly. He's been there for three years after transferring over from Villanova after one season. So if the Aztecs ball pressure is able to generate turnovers against a miscue prone Alabama team, I think San Diego state covers this number, but just because of how stagnant San Diego state's offense can be for much of the season, I, I think you might be able to get a better live number here on the Aztecs at around double digits. Okay. Cause that is going to happen, right? Like you said, yeah. th there is going to be a drought and you don't know when it's yeah. coming. It could be out of the gates right away. Like you're talking about here. Like the Aztecs will, it's going to look ugly for, I don't know, Eli, what, three, four, five minutes at some point in this <laughs> game. Right. And the other interesting part about this, too, I'm curious how Brian Dutcher approaches this schematically because San Diego State doesn't want to speed up the tempo just because you want to play kind of as the antithesis of Alabama with Alabama running a tempo offense under Nate Oates, pace and space to an extent with, extent, with the exception of Betty Yako, but they do play drop coverage with Betty Yako. Now, San Diego State, pretty Jekyll and Hyde from behind the arc. Lamont Butler and Darian Trammell, the Seattle transfer, especially fit into that uh, case study. But I, I do think if San Diego State is able to space out Alabama's defense, which Maryland could not, Kevin Willard mm -hmm. and the Terps only attempting 
eight threes last Saturday, then a little bit better of a chance to cover this number and especially have a chance to win this game outright. Interested in your thoughts on Texas and Xavier and Xavier lucky to be here after bound 13 with 10 minutes left against Kennesaw State. Uh, your thoughts on this game and also how are you attacking this as far as your future on Texas, which I'm sure you gave up on. You bet in the summer when the beard <laughs> fiasco happened. Right. And Chris Beard is one of the best tournament coaches. That's not to say the guy isn't a, a terrible human being as well, but he he is one of the best tournament coaches when you look back over the last decade, especially when it comes to covering second halves. And it's because he's been so proficient in terms of making second half adjustments. Now, Xavier, I think, has a coaching matchup edge in this one with Sean Miller, a proven tournament coach, obviously, over the last couple of decades going up against Rodney Terry. Now, I had Jay Billis on my podcast earlier in the week, and he pretty much disagreed with this take. Just with Terry being a, an assistant under Rick Barnes at Texas from 2002 to 2011, which I understand, and mm -hmm. obviously a mid-major coach too, but this is his first go-around as a high-major coach, and we haven't really seen him adjust. And you mentioned how Xavier is lucky to be here. I think you can make the case that Texas is too. They gave up a lot of open threes to Penn State. Nittany Lions shot 8-28 from deep. I thought Micah Strewsbury's game plan was excellent in that round of 32 matchup. So if Xavier could space the floor, I know they don't take a ton of threes around bottom 60, bottom 70 across college basketball in three point attempt rate, but they have a very proficient shooting team from behind the arc. Solely boom, the UTEP transfer, Colby Jones, Jack Nungy, uh, Xavier can go five out. So if Miller can get this game to more of an up-tempo pace to his liking and I think he might try to adjust schematically, similar to how I think Dutcher might approach Alabama, San Diego State, and, and take more threes against a no-middle defense in Texas that the Longhorns run. Uh, this is another game that I think could be pretty tight and down to the wire. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Eli Hershkovich uh, is our guest. TheLines.com uh, is the website, and also the Lines US is where you can find uh, what Eli does. Great job with college basketball throughout the entire year. Your early thoughts on the UConn-Gonzaga matchup, which is going to be out here tomorrow in the Elite Eight in Las Vegas. I couldn't, I was, after the game, I'm like, come on, post a number, please. I want to see what it's going to be. I, I'm going to be on the public side here. I know this, Eli, but I bet UConn minus one last night. Where do you fall with this matchup? Yeah, and you can make the case that a lot of public batters and sharp batters cashed in with UConn yesterday against Arkansas. Now, I... Not necessarily hedged. I, I have a big UConn ticket going back to the uh, pre-PK85 or in the midst of that November tournament around Thanksgiving. I, I also bet UConn last season. So I've been high on the Huskies for the last couple seasons. But going back to my original point, I, I bet Arkansas to win the West region at 20 to 1 going into the tournament. And that's because I thought the Hogs' pressure defense was going to give UConn problems. Now, I was surprised to see Eric Musselman didn't press until the second half yeah. yesterday. And it really made a difference against a turnover-prone Huskies team. Now, Gonzaga doesn't have a good defense. You know, top or outside of the top 60, top 70 in adjusted defensive efficiency. And that's without, you know, Chet Holmgren, one of the best rim protectors in college basketball last season. But Gonzaga did implement a 1-2-2 full-court, three-quarter court press against St. Mary's in those latter two matchups where they blew out the Gales or won that both of those games pretty comfortably. If Mark Few goes back to a similar approach, I think it could give UConn problems. But at the same time, overall in this game, I do think UConn wins it outright. Gonzaga dominated the offensive glass yesterday against UCLA. Drew Timmy, 35 points around that mark one of the best low post scores in the country I don't think he's going to have nearly amount uh, nearly the same kind of success against Adama Sinogo and Donovan Klingen up front then you also get Andre Jackson up against Julian Strother and Jackson one of the best defenders in the country and then offensively for UConn they should be able to space the floor against a uh, Gonzaga defense that again struggles overall with its rim protection, mm -hmm. but also struggles to guard the three. And Jordan Hawkins, we've seen in the dance, can really light it up. I saw your tweet. Uh, few call the Strother shot. I can't believe he took it that far out. They call it the Jay Wright play. Yeah, the dribble handoff that Villanova won on the Chris Jenkins buzzer beater yeah. against 
it was a, a heck of a shot against North Carolina in 2016. And then Strother pulls up from the March Madness logo. And Gonzaga was dominating the offensive glass. So I guess Mark Few was thinking you get a long rebound, potentially get a second chance shot if Strother misses it. But at the same time, I don't know if it was the most efficient shot, but it was sure as hell fun for us watching that game. Yeah. Any early thoughts on the K-State game against Florida Atlantic? Uh, K-State a small favorite here. I know we need to wait and find out the the status of uh, Noel's ankle. But I'll, I'll say this, like Florida Atlantic, they've not shot well at all. They're, they haven't hit 30% of their threes in a single game yet. First team in a decade to do that and get to the Elite Eight. So would you maybe look at the Owls here to go to the Final Four? Or, uh, I mean, if Noel goes, you just trust him and how he runs it off in so much. Yeah, it's it's a difficult matchup to bet because you have one of the best uh, duos left in the tournament with Noel, assuming that ankle is okay, like you mentioned, and Keontae Johnson. You talked, uh, Paulie, you mentioned the Strother shot. I, how about the play by Noel and yes. Jerome Tang <laughs> to act like they were uh, in a little bit of a disagreement and then uh, Noel throws the alley-oop to Keontae Johnson to put Kansas State up in the latter part of that game. But I, I do think FAU, I know you mentioned they haven't shot well, but you have prolific three-point shooters on that team as well, and Elijah Martin is one of them. Uh, Tennessee's three-point defense was bound to go down uh, 26.1%. They had allowed throughout the entire season. FAU exposed it in the second half. And K-State runs a no-middle defense just like Texas, just like a lot of teams in the Big 12 have copied Mark Adams and Chris Beard system going back to their Texas Tech days when the Red Raiders made that uh, Final Four and also the national title game back in 2019. So I do think FAU, uh, while I'm not necessarily going to bet it just because I'm concerned going up against uh, an elite uh, playmaker in Marquise Noel and similarly to Keontae Johnson, but... I do expect FAU to hit shots against this no-middle defense, even though they haven't done so throughout the tournament. You can follow him on Twitter, at Eli Hershkovich, and also read all of his work at thelines.com, and the podcast is also called The Lines. Eli, great spot today. Thanks for coming on early. We appreciate that, and best of luck this weekend. Yeah, for sure. Always fun being out with you guys. Have a good rest of the show. Yep. Good luck. You Thanks. too. Interesting about the, the Xavier breakdown with what Penn, the looks Penn State got. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. That uh, uh, absolutely uh, did happen, and that they're one of the best three-point shooting right. teams in the country. They can hit them, right? He's right about the percentage, uh, but that's that, that's another tough game. I mean, what team am I going to get right? Because you can't be that impressed with what you've seen. No, sometimes I, I'm guilty of this too. I I don't give the other team credit, but I will just also say you beat Pitt. Who beat? I mean, Iowa State and Miss State. Okay, I know. So who were? Okay, congratulations. But it's a little bit like San Diego State. You beat Charleston and Furman so far. Yeah. I'm I'm leaning Florida Atlantic, but I'll tell you, the the country we need Noel healthy and in the Final Four. He's great. The way that he just his passes, what a game. the, the what vision, a yeah. The way that he just operates as a point guard is a thing of beauty. Yeah. Uh, we'll recap all of last night's betting action. Some of the alt numbers that got there again. You man, huge paydays and win lose coming up next. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, 
But as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. From the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before. Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some, lose some. All right, at DraftKings, they put it up in every game. Yes, no, overtime. It finally happened. 9-1 to one with Michigan State and K-State. K-State wins in overtime and other prop caches. Will a Sweet 16 game go to overtime? That was plus 220, so that gets there. Mitch mentioned all the alts. Florida Atlantic minus 3.5. Plus 310. The under, 139 down to 129 and a half. That's a winner. UConn lane 10 and a half of alt line. Plus 255. The un, the over, 147 and a half plus 240. UConn to win by 20 to 23 points at DraftKings. 15 to 1. I mean, you can bet blowout. You can bet, you know, win between 15 to 18, 20. To, uh, it's all up there on the menu. It's Cheesecake Factory. And they, that thing was over. Now, that thing was over early. Oh, my yeah. God. They shot 60% in the first half. Yeah, Arkansas could not match them no, last night. No. no. And, and UConn is probably the best team in the tournament so far. I would agree. Look at especially the second halves. And uh, they were a top five team in November and, and early December. Yeah. So they're yeah. certainly playing like it as well. Uh, Knicks magic under 230 down to 226. Hockey, the Capitals 240 up to $3. Jets 225 up to 290. Beat the Ducks. Frozen four. Cornell two to one. Beat Denver. BU. Dollar fifteen up to one forty-five. Beat Western Michigan. St. Cloud State. Dollar thirty up to one seventy-five. McKay liked them. They said oh, if it got to a dollar forty-five, slow down. But they win as well. I'll uh, put this one under win some. Possibly. The owners are gonna vote on flexing Thursday night games. Yay or nay. I mean, how much time in advance? I know. That's week of. <laughs> clearly, week of. clearly no. But I mean, is it yep. going to be like three weeks in advance? Boy, oh boy! I thought the Monday night flex was going to be tough. That's risky business, right? Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Amazon's got to love it, but that's that's risky. Uh, win some. Charlie M. Hanging out. He he saw something in this Florida Atlantic team. He lives by Boca. He loves it. He doesn't go down enough. Uncle June, not what I heard. Uh, but that was uh, incredible with the Owls. 50 to 1, 35 to 1 caches for Charlie M to make it to the Elite Eight. He has 80 to 1 Final Four, and he has 300 to 1 to win the whole damn thing. And there's some people out there who have 30 to 1 before the thing started to win the region. Good for him. Good job. And Alan Boston singing the praises of Conference USA. And they're uh, 15 and 1 now, 14 and 1 14 now. 14 and 1 now. 14 and 1 straight up in these tournaments with the Florida Atlantic win. All right, some video. Subscribe, be part of the team, vsin.com, our radio and podcast friends. Watch the show live, vsin.com. Send in videos, we'll put you live on television. This is, uh, look at the puppies here. Having a problem. First time with the doggy door, Mitch. They come out there. This is uh, this is a tough one. This guy cannot get out of here. He's stuck. It could always be a fiasco, right? And the other guys are like, well, you get it together. They're trying to help him. Like, what's this? He's trying to bro? bite it off. He doesn't know what get to do. Get this out of my face. I want to get in. Come He's on. He's stuck between the screen door coming down, right? The plastic, the little belly, the little front porch. The other guys are like, what's the problem? I came out no problem. I don't get you. 
and they come out. Uh, <laughs> they can't do it. He's got it in his mouth. Yeah, right. They come out the same time. This guy slips in, trying to get two at a time here. That's excellent. This one's a little bit longer, but this is where, where the dad is showing, okay, he goes out no problem. And then the, the puppy can't, can't figure it out. He goes, what's this, a magic trick? How'd you get out? He's scraping on the window. He's like, how'd you get out there? What did you do? Open the door for me. <laughs> right. He goes, how'd you get out? I'm stuck. I don't know how to use this doggy door. And then he goes back in and goes, see, it's easy. It's right you here, put your head, and he still doesn't get it. He, see, he, tries, he doesn't understand to go through. I will say, though, it is a trip every time that you yeah. do this with a new dog. Yes. Because you got to coax them with a treat on the other side, and they're just like baffled for know, the right. first few minutes. Like, what is happening What's right on now? the other side? Oh, I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We had that with the, when I got Jordan, the, uh, see, then he figures it out the third time, with the uh, the beagle, but the husky and German shepherd would just show him and walk right, right through. So yeah. that, that's how he picked up on it. But here. That is tough. This was sent in. We played this before years ago, but thanks to the guy who sent it in again. It's an ultimate volleyball partner, right? Look at the dog here with the good set piece. He's got a look at the header here. Two on two volleyball. Set him up. Over the net. He's got it. Beautiful this volley, right? And this goes on for a, a good this is, the dog has it the whole time here. Playing volleyball. Incredible. That's fun. That is excellent. Win some, all the late moves got there. Gonzaga went off the favorite in some spots. K-State went off the favorite after opening the favorite, and then the favorite flipped in the Sparty game, and there was late Florida Atlantic money as well. That all got there. And one bad beat, the Nets were up four with 24 seconds and lost. The, the, the finish, by the way, to that game Crazy. was something that you have to check out. I wish we could play, like, uh, you know, highlights on this show. We can't. That was total chaos at the end and how the Cavaliers won that game. The ball was knocked around like 10 times, then finally whips around in yep. the corner, three, bam, yep. in your face. Yep. There you go. Great job, guys. Win-lose. Well, I hope uh, Derek Stevens isn't watching, and I, I love the guy who owns uh, Circa here, the D in Golden Gate, uh, but if if the NFL flexes Monday and Thursday night games, they're going to take really screw things up for Survivor oh. and the rules and everything. Because it's so based on the schedule and the extra weeks and everything. We had the Black Friday game this year, which is cool. It's another game to to choose from. But if you don't know who's playing and it's, you know, a week, like, like with the Monday night, it's going to be late in the season. So you're right. You're only going to have short-term notice about, okay, this is the Monday night game. It, it's really going to handcuff people. Is the potential Thursday flex spots, is that maybe this year? They're going to vote on it. Oh, yeah. man. And Palm said on the show yesterday they were having a meeting yesterday yeah. about man, I what to do with survival. We have to get Derek on the show sometime soon because that's his baby. Yeah. And the thing I, I've said this now over the years, I think they can get it as high as twenty thousand people involved. In well, you, you might have to do away with uh, Thanksgiving its own week or so. Man, that's maybe one thing. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Maybe you, you keep that. I don't. But that's oh, if, the, if, if, if everything's flexed. What does that do for the? the I got to tell you. What about the other contests? The millions, the super contest, yeah. for that, for a Thursday flex. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't play the Thursday games anyway, but the, the Monday thing as well, that's... Yep. Oh, boy. One thing, too, I'm proud of, and the dog videos were awesome today, but uh, the people that come up and say we watch that segment as a family, the, 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 the wife, the, the, the daughter, whatever, yeah. I love that. But um, Rod sent this in from Ontario. I think marriage will be like sports contracts soon. Five years and both are free agents and again every five years. No divorce. After five years, if one or both parties want to move on, they take what they have when they get married, split everything. Divorce lawyers won't like it, but it makes sense given the high divorce rates these days. If you want to extend the contract, you better be worthy. And uh, people who want to stay married will be great partners in the last year of year five, the last year of the deal. It's, it's so outside the box. Yeah. And it's profound and it's brilliant. Sure. Honestly, People, people it is. change. And but also... So- Right. It, so it also would be hell if the last year of a deal, and it's like a buyout. I want to go see what's out there. I'm I'm, I'm miserable. I mean, if that's going to well, be a tough, tough scene. You come home to that every day. Yeah, but also you could be like in your second contract, sure. and the first three years are not going well. You're injured like Aaron Judge, and now you come into your contract year, and you hit 61 home runs, and it's like, okay, well, now we're going to sign a third contract. Yep. Because that last year was fantastic, and that's the reason why we settled down together. Yeah. It's an b- absolutely brilliant idea. And he's right, divorce lawyers. Yeah, I can't even imagine. I can't even. Im- you take what you had. I get my stuff. That's it. Deal. We're that's gone. It. That's it. Right. But that's it. Forget about it. Forget about that, though. Yeah. 
The other thing, how about how Charlie M is living right again? Well, this is Char- Charlie M, and he was in the from that area and lives there. How he bought into Florida Atlantic the whole time, fifty to one, thirty-five to one to make the Elite Eight, uh, nine, eighty to one uh, Final Four, and three hundred to one to win it all. And then he's a two-point dog. See, that's the thing. One year I go to one forty grand if Villanova won it all. They're a Big East team, and they went to the Final Four with a great record. But I was a nine-point dog in the in the Final Four against Carolina. They were yeah. power rated to the moon. I couldn't do anything. Yeah, and and certainly, and the in-play wasn't even around probably yeah, back then out here. But yeah. even if I think Carolina jumped on them by like twenty right yeah. away, you're like, or oh, this is dead. Him. That was it. I know. Is but he, I mean, this is right. So he usually even yes, I know nine seed. But the record 34 and 3 here, he's only a two point dog in the game. Have you talked to him? Is he going to do anything? He already cashed the Elite Eight tickets. Yeah, yeah, he already cashed. Okay. He'll maneuver a little bit, but he's in a great position. Good for him to recognize this uh, immediately in the season. Yeah. I mean, in fact, we can do this before the end of the show. There is a VSync contributor. You brought this up yesterday Jim Root from Second Chance Point at Three three Men Weave. Um, Some of his futures that he has, and it goes back to April of last year when he was betting this stuff and giving them out on Twitter. Wow. It's, you're, you're going to hear these numbers. I'm looking at them right now. It's like, yeah, let's update them. Wow. Okay. Yep. I, I want to, yeah, that'd be great to dissect and talk about strategy also because some of his teams can meet each other. They can match up yep. what he has, and, but, but big prices though. So he has right now one, two, three, he has six teams still wow. out there that are live. They're between 16 and 125 to one. Oh. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. That's just shopping around right away. He, he, you know, he well, does got, his... got, Yeah, well, for one, just real quickly, he's got Houston 16 to 1. Yeah. I know Tim Murray says he got Houston 22 to 1, yeah. but that's. Yeah. Right. That, that was that, right away last April. kick around. Okay, so we'll, we'll run down what Jim has to work with. It's a phenomenal setup. And also, uh, we'll tell you the status. I mean, there's a lot up in the air today on the card in the NBA. Players that are out, doubtful, questionable. Run it down for you coming up here next on VSIN. is Follow the Money on v Get everything you need to bet on baseball with the MLB betting guide at v Futures, team previews, best bets. Adam Burke breaks down the new rules and how that will impact bettors. And whether you bet every day or looking for futures, our betting guide has it all. Catch up on all the transactions, the new places, new faces. Sign up today. Full access to v 30 days. Only $19 vcin.com slash subscribe. So, Paul, I'll ask you then again here, what would you do? This is uh, Jim Root. He's uh, at Second Chance Points on Twitter. He's a frequent contributor here to vcin. He was in Matt Eumann's Friday Night College Basketball Betting Contest. He was asked about his uh, the unit size that he bets on these futures, and his answer was this. It's not a very satisfying answer, he said. I don't really do futures on units. It's more of a feel based on how much I want to win on each team. Strangely, have done it that way for many years. All right. But it's mostly about building a portfolio where the teams I like most are most profitable outcomes. Okay, it makes sense. So uh, I'm counting like 15 futures that he tweeted out that he bet April 7th of last year. It's a lot, but look at where he's sitting today. He uh, The first one was Houston. Got him at 16 to 1. The other teams that are available right now, that he bet going all the way back. Texas, 50. Bama, 50. Xavier, 120. Creighton, even though he missed 100, he says, got 55. San Diego State, 125 to 1. Those are six teams still on the board My that he God. has. So he's in the elite effort. He has Houston. Against San Diego State. He has Creighton. No, no, no. Bama against... No, Bama plays San Diego State. I'm sorry, yeah, Bama... So no, but, got, no, but he, has, he has Houston, Texas, and Xavier? Yeah, so he's in. Okay, as long as it's not that, Miami, yeah, right? And, and maybe along the way he added right. Miami with the re, you okay. know who knows, but um, Bama and Creighton. Yeah, Bama and Creighton. Wow. I mean, if he gets that matchup, there you go. Automatically won in the Final Four. Yep. He doesn't have K State, nor does he have Florida Atlantic. All right, that's okay. Okay, but he'll be if he gets Bama there. Yep. Uh, he'll be certainly the, the the favorite going into the title game. Imagine Bama against the Owls to go to the title game. Yeah. Sure. Yep. I mean that is that is sitting pretty right now, and he they, there's nothing on UConn or nothing on Gonzaga, okay. the way it looks. But I mean the top half of that region on the right side looks 
very good for him. Yep. So uh, great job by Jim doing that. Yep. Um, you can you can do it. I mean, there's certainly with okay. all the, you know, the, I got frustrated because every time I did it and tried it, I would did, just have a team that was power rated to the moon. There's nothing I could as do. As an opponent. Yeah, right. Yeah. As an opponent, like the the year, it's just the the best team won and just obliterated the field. And then, but other years when you do it the right time and you see these mid majors make the run of the final four and. And chaos, like seven and eight seeds, and, yep. or, or four seed makes a deep run, then you cash in big. I think uh, Aaron Kessler used to do this on Twitter all the time, and yeah. he was Tony Miller's right-hand man at the Golden Nugget for a long time. He would tweet out, and he would look at long shots, and he would put together a portfolio where it's like, you know, teams between 100 and 500 to 1, I believe, if I recall correctly. And a lot of them would be, you know, so early on in the year, they might not make the tournament, but I do recall the one year I think he had Texas Tech at a gigantic number in 2019, and they made yeah, the title that's a good game. Example, yeah, and that was basically a pick him against one. Virginia. Yep. One, um, quickly, one thing: we also only have 10 games left in hockey. You know, I'm dying to talk hockey, but this is they Bettman is not helping us out here. The schedule: 13 games, then two; mm-hmm. 12 games, then three. You got to come on. You got to do a better job with the schedule. The, the unbalanced schedule has been like this going back. I, can't, I don't even know how many years. I mean, it's really hard this time of year because everything's March Madness. Yeah. Uh, and, and and the NFL draft free agency and all the news and the movement. And then it's like you get, get 12 games to go over. Sure. NBA.com just released their updated MVP ladder. Now, this has actually uh-huh. moved markets before when it comes to betting on the awards. I think it was in February when they announced that. Uh, don't quote me on the, the on the month, but it was a recent month where they said Brooke Lopez was the leader to win Defensive Player of the Year, and sportsbooks took the market off the board, and they completely adjusted where Lopez with the odds at that point. So I think it does have a little bit of an influence in what we do and what matters most here when it comes to cashing tickets. Their updated MVP ladder, number one overall. They have Joel Embiid. So I, I do think that the final 10 games here of the regular season, what happens? We're going we're gonna to get our winner in the next 10 day, in the next 10 games. Does it say the numbers, like the stra- bond temp straw poll? Uh, doesn't have that. Okay. Well, I, there's a lot of words here, so I'm just, I'm, I just clicked on it right now. Well, that was interesting, too, about the bond temps poll, because with the first time, the straw poll, the first time they did it, it was uh, Joker in a blowout. Yeah. And then, uh, then they saw some a pushback to that about really right seventy seven to eleven whatever it was yep. first place. So Jokic is number two, and number three on the list is uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's the one, two, three, and it's down to those three guys. After that, it's like Jason Tatum, and uh, Luke is number five. What happens, by the way, if Luke never got hurt this year? The year that he was having, well, he was yeah. the shortest shot on the board for a while, yeah. averaging thirty three a game, thirty two yeah. a game. Yeah. Yep. So the the Matchups that we have coming up again, where it's going to be the head-to-head. Like I'm stressing this, it's on NBA TV. I think tomorrow night, Bucks Nuggets. If those, if the guys both play, and if the Bucks would win, I, I'm just trying to project what you're going to hear as like a narrative from people who might have votes. If the Bucks go to Denver and they win, and Giannis goes 38, 17, and five, and he outplays Joker, people will say at that point, then Giannis has surpassed him, or he might actually, in fact, deserve to be the MVP. Yeah, this is going to get really funky here with these matchups. About if you're just going to, well, who wins the game? Well, you can't do that. I, I Supporting cast might step up. You, you never know. I mean, it's, I, I know, I know Embiid obliterated Joker in the only medium, but you know, it, what does that really mean? You could still have a great yeah. season and put up great numbers, but if you had a bad game, it's like, oh, okay, well, then I have to go for Embiid. With what happened. So Denver's next two games are Milwaukee and Philadelphia. And it's round two. Joker against Embiid. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. And then, also April 2nd, Philly plays Milwaukee. So that, that's another big game that could that this, could decide well, this. And, and don't forget, they played already this month. It was like 20 days ago. Embiid had 31, 10, and 6 assists. Uh, the Bucks and Giannis, he had 34, 13, and 4. Yeah. He also had seven turnovers. Bucks blew a huge lead. Yes. Sixers won the game, 133 to 130, but I think the Bucks were up by like, what, 17 in the second half? Or going into the fourth? It was yeah. a massive number going into the fourth quarter. And they totally blew it. So that's, uh, you know, when, when that happened, I, I can recall, I think that's when Embiid actually 
surpassed Giannis or made even a bigger push because they won the game and the Bucks blew it. Also, how, where you finish, how important is that? Who gets, is Denver the one seed? Probably. Is Philly the three? Is Philly the two? Yeah, what if the Bucks get the one? What yeah, does that mean? I, I don't know. And what if they run away with the one, here, you know, down the stretch here? Right. Uh, the status for tonight, again, players who are out definitely uh, at this point. Markinen and Clarkson in the Utah game, they take on the aforementioned Bucks. Bucks are huge favorites in that game tonight. Kuzma and Beal are out. Uh, but for the Bucks, Dragic and Crowder at this point out for the game as well. For the Celtics tonight, no Peyton Pritchard. And then you have a ton of players who are questionable. I'll quickly rattle these off. Duarte, Halliburton, Caruso, DeRozan, Herter, Hardaway, Kyrie, Gary Trent, uh, Achua, and Scotty Barnes. All those players are questionable as of right now. Embiid, who was dinged up a little bit in his last game, he's expected to play for the 76ers. At least five games where a team's laying nine points or more. And the late game, the Lakers are five and a half against OKC. Big scheduling advantage for the Lakers to catch OKC on a back-to-back. And then the Kings are four-point favorites against the Suns. Come down, it came down a little bit. 239 and a half the total. Kings win this. That'll just that'll wrap up the division. Yeah, that's going to be... And that, what a story that would be. As high as 400 to 1 to win the Pacific before the start of the year. With a win total in the 30s. Mm-hmm. Wow. That does not happen in the NBA. Okay, we have more players that are going to be... Uh, well, Middleton. Uh, he is out tonight for the Bucks as well. Shea, after the game last night, yeah. he'll just Alexander said he could play tonight. Could. Could play. Minutes? That's another thing. How do they juggle the minutes? So, if he does play, would you look at the five? Like, if I told you right now, Paulie, I know for yeah, a fact yes, he's going to play. Yeah, yeah. I would take the five, yeah. Yes. Hmm. I think I would consider it as well. It's, just, it's so early here that so many things happen between now and tip-off in this sport every single day. Can you believe that the Suns are still the favorites to win the West? Uh, What's Durant played with? The two games? One game? And then he got hurt again? A lot of faith. Because <laughs> when he comes back, it's going to be playoff time. I mean, you have no chemistry, no time together. Right? That, that's bizarre. And they're also the third choice to win the whole damn thing. Look at this now list. Think about that. Put, put this list on the board. and Look at that. Ah. I yeah. mean, again, DraftKings, the odds here to win the uh, Western Conference. Give me a team that you need to be have a part of here. You have to have a slice. I don't want it. I can't give you anything. No. Look at the Kings. Still no respect. Again, they might be the two seed. I mean, yeah. they're the three, and they take. They can't go to the conference finals with how potent they are offensively? I took a little on 30 on them just because it was like last week. Yeah, they it's keep like, what? Pro- what it, okay. Keep proving people wrong. In Pocket Plays, what we're betting today coming up next. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman, some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done from the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before, tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Last night, the game of the tournament, incredible. I tell you before the game, Sparty scores 93 points, and they're 30 of 25 from three. You say, okay, all you can eat, right? But Noel and uh, Kansas State, phenomenal, 11 of 24 from three, and uh, a 20 and 19 game, and they win in overtime. The first overtime game of the tournament, and the incredible lob pass when it was 92-92 with the uh, argument going back and forth with Tang. Incredible. And uh, Izzo goes down. And that's another one, too. I mean, uh, a lot of people have some tickets. I saw, what, the 12 to 1 and 30 to 1 now to win the region in the East with Florida Atlantic and Kansas State. Oh, yeah. So good yeah. luck out there. Also, thanks to the guy who sent it. He's got Xavier 100 to 1 and K State 200 to 1. That's another one. What the hell was Kansas State in November? I mean, they were picked last in the Big 12. Who knows how high they were? I have a little bit at 100 to 1 on them. At what what time? You know, I'll go back. Okay. And look. Now, here's here's the new play. Could this be Tennessee part 2 from this standpoint? Oh, what a great win. You beat Duke. Great performance. The defense. Well, now you got to go out and do it again. And you're reading your press clippings and whoop, you got next and then you lose to Florida Atlantic. So now Gazaga another epic game against UCLA and they use so much energy in the comeback and they're down 13 and Timmy was a beast down low what he did and now it's just UConn who's had their feet up the whole tournament and no problems and blitzing people so I'm very concerned about Gonzaga's defense or lack thereof and the fact that UConn is the real deal and remember it's not we saw this earlier in the year in November and early December when they were a top three top five team uh, and that great start. So UConn minus two against the Zags okay. tomorrow. All right. Uh, by the way, I bet Kansas State at 100-1 on January 7th. They just defeated Texas on January 3rd on the road, 116-103. to 103. And then on the 7th, they went wow. at Baylor and won 97-95. And I watched that game. I'm like, I, what are they? 100? i got to take a little piece of that. Yeah. Because they look so good in both those games. What a coaching job. Awesome. Uh, yeah, loser last night. Loser last night. Got called out, by the way, on Twitter, by the way. Paulie, both of us did. For what? When we have a common play, it's automatic fade material. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, th- there's no doubt. K-State K- was clearly the right side. You're right. <laughs> uh, so I am, it's, at this point, it's the worst March Madness betting I've ever had. Hemorrhaging money. Gonzaga, UCLA, under 146. Dead. That ticket was dead two minutes into the game. I couldn't believe what I was watching with Mick Cronin. But that they were annihilating Gonzaga at their own game. And it flipped two or three times after that. So another loser. I, so I stayed up late last night. I really wanted to fade Gonzaga against UConn. And I did. I got one. So it's not. But I, I specifically want. I didn't go to bed to like I don't, 10, whatever it was, until they popped the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bet UConn had one at that point. It's now two. But uh, look, if you are truly like fading me, continue. Take Gonzaga. 
uh, be my guest because it has been, admittedly, a bad March Madness stretch here for me. In Pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern. BetRivers.com. You can find these picks with every pick mentioned by every host and guest. VSIN.com slash picks. A couple of uh, emails here. FKM at VSIN.com. Now, either this is an all-time troll job or, or this is actually Shaughnessy chiming in on email. Uh, people pointing out the great Alabama quarterbacks. Hey, Joe Namath. Um, yeah. Yes. Oh, thanks. Yes. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, another right. one says uh, the snake, yeah. Kenny Stabler. He's, better, de- better, he's dead. Yeah. Better than Namath. Sure. Yeah. K- K- I'm t- I specifically said during yeah. Saban's era. But if you want to go back to <laughs> yeah, I know, the yeah. 60s and 70s yeah, sure. before we were born, yeah. that's fine. That's like that's me. Fine. That's like me 10 years ago saying the Cubs have a great organization and they had a dynasty in the 19 early 1900s yeah. <laughs> when they were winning World Series and going on a regular basis. Oh, there's you know there's a problem. You know, as Harry would say, anyone can have a bad 100 years. Can you go back? What was that email again that said uh, how marriages are going to change and it's going to be about five year contracts? Like sports, yeah, contracts. Okay, right. And then at the end of the contract, you know, the person who wants to stick around, it's going to be great in year five. And, yeah. and then if it doesn't work out, you say, okay, we go our separate ways and you take your stuff and I get my stuff and we move on. This is from Jake on Twitter. And that's it. Clean break. Nothing says I love you like a five-year contract with an opt-out option for the husband. <laughs> yeah, right. Who has the opt-out? Uh, who this... controls the option there? Is it just who's I can up and leave or? Who's got the hand? Yes. This is from Jack. 100% agree on the marriage contracts. Too many life senses out there in the world. There should be, quote, opt-outs, extensions, and early buyouts. Nobody should get stuck with a Pujols type of deal. Yes. Well done. That's well what we're played. T- People change, man. Sure they do. Yeah. But and then you also are stuck in a bad situation because, so what, only um, 15% of these suckers are successful. And, and a lot of that, your people are staying together because of kids or money. Yeah, so that, that's it's a, it's a great reason to stick together, isn't it? I know. Oh boy, You're coming home and you got that situation. It's yeah. a prison. Yeah. It's a prison. My wife's birthday is today. Our anniversary is on Monday. I mentioned how she's got a pretty decent weekend lined up. She actually got tickets to uh, Taylor Swift out here, which, I mean, JJ Watt went and called it like the best concert he's ever seen. The reviews are oh insane for this. Oh my God! Thing. What? Yeah, yeah. So what, what's the how many concerts has he been to? I think that was his first one. Um. How? How can, that's, a, that's asinine. <laughs> Let me tell you a quick story you, about come, this. Come on. So what do you do in this spot? Because... Oh, that's so bad. My wife's friend... Oh. I don't know how this works. I don't know if they're like... It's at Allegiant Stadium where the Raiders play. I, don't, I think if you have like Raiders season tickets because of the PSL, you might have first come, first serve, or first choice, whatever. Um, they, my wife's friend got six tickets to, if she wanted them to Taylor Swift. So... She bought them, and then on the secondary market, they were going for like $20,000. Yes. You know the story from a couple of months ago. Oh, my God. Her husband's like, well, we're clearly taking a minimum of two of those and selling those tickets because I've wanted a boat forever. We can literally buy a boat from our Taylor Swift tickets. They did that. They sold two tickets that they had out of the six and had enough money from that to buy this guy a brand new boat, which is just... People are losing their damn minds for spending this much money. Anyway. What is this, the Beatles at the Garden? Or Page and Plant? Yeah, evidently, the, yes. How can you pay 20 grand for Taylor Swift? I, I don't, or any, that's any concert, So my, my wife. Well, I don't like, care what you make. Yeah, that. she loves Taylor Swift, and I'm like, Lorraine, I, I, I love you. You're amazing. If you, if this comes across, and I see this like on our bank statement, that you bought Taylor, we're done. Like, that. that's it. I'm leaving. You, we are getting, like... I am not, you're not buying Taylor Swift tickets for $10,000, whatever it's going to be. Forget, forget about that idea. So the same person that had the tickets reached, she had two other people confirmed to go. They backed out, didn't want to pay that much. And the lady goes to, to Lorraine, uh, you can have them for cost. So it's like, okay, that's, that's can, an automatic then. Can you, wow, wow. Can you imagine, what's the best concert you've ever been to? Uh, well, I mean... Metallica, Tool, right. Audio, I mean, okay. I, whatever. I'll, I'll yeah. give you mine, it's easy. I went to Metallica, I was in the second row. Yeah. I got Kirk Hammett's pick, I got the set list from the roadie, and I met the band before the show. Oh, there you go. I mean, that's, But it's $20,000? No. I'm hanging out with James Hetfield, getting his autograph, and uh, and uh, Newstead at the time was the bassist. Okay. But, the, I mean, holy cow. 
And it was an unbelievable show, and they it's Metallica, so here's two and a half hours of Metal Fury. Sure. And we're not taking a break, and we'll play all the hits, and our catalog's ridiculous. But it's, I mean, that's still. I can't imagine. I cannot imagine thinking. I don't care who it is. Even if you make right. it, like 800000 a year. I don't care what you make. I don't care how much right. money you have. 25000 for one ticket? 50000 for the pair? Give me the deuce. I'll take it for 50000 What? Right. You're nuts. I like Miami tonight. Taylor, that is a disgrace by J.J. Watt. That is a disgrace. I am supposed to feel something at a concert. Energy. Emotion. Yes. I mean, what am I going to feel at a Taylor Swift concert? Yeah. It's, I just can't imagine. And I know supply and demand, too, where I guess she wasn't touring for whatever. But, I mean, it's... Yeah. I mean, I don't care what type of music you like, but whether you go back to the Eagles, Led Zeppelin, you know, Pink Floyd, whatever, Metallica. Whatever. I mean, you got to feel something at a concert. Taylor Swift. Yeah. And the other thing, how things have changed. Can't be sitting I, down the entire time. Well, I know, and then just people just doing this the whole time. Yeah. Oh, it's it's so you aggravating. I went to I saw Guns N' Roses down the street here, and I had a suite years ago. Was it with Slash? It was Axel, and Axel had to do a re. He forgot the lyrics, and they had to do a redo. Oh, God. On the, right in the middle. <laughs> I saw that once with Billy Idol, like twenty five. Yeah. You forgot ago. the you've got the words ha- halfway through, one of his biggest hits, White Wedding. No, yeah, I just I know we botched can't this. Be. Oh, just, he like, forgot the words to. It was so bad they had to start it over from scratch. Oh, now that can't happen. <laughs> that can't happen. I was there live. I was Can you there. Imagine? I saw it. I'm just like looking at my, my my uncle was with me. He took me to the long time. I'm just like, what is happening right now? Do over. And, and he's like eight drinks in, and he's like, I what is? He couldn't even understand what was going on. Like he's that bad right now on stage. It's a nice day for a white. Right, sorry, oh, hold on. I, I forgot. Nothing. I got nothing. What? Wine. Welcome to the what? I don't know. Retake. <laughs> don't it. All right, that's it for us. If you missed any of the show, you can listen back on your own time. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcast. Crush it this weekend. We're back on Monday at 7 Eastern. We'll see you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.